0: Hey
1: guys, it's Emma and Shannon and welcome back to our podcast. She's an engineer. Happy Chinese New Year, everyone.
0: Yeah, we're recording this on the first day. <laughs> and in today's episode, we're going to talk all about Chinese New Year and the story of how it began, along with all of the different animals and then how to celebrate. So I'll turn it over to Emma to get us kicked off.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know me, I am Chinese, so I feel like it makes me kind of qualified to talk about Chinese New Year. Mm -hmm. And this year, it starts on February 10th, 2024, which is the day that we're recording. You'll be hearing it later. But today starts the year of the dragon. And basically, just as a summary, Chinese New Year is an annual 15-day festival in China and other Chinese communities around the world. And it begins with the new moon that occurs between January 21st and February 20th, according to Western calendars. But for the Lunar New Year, they use the lunar calendar, which follows, you know, the moon cycle. And there are different legends that we'll talk about that influence the Chinese New Year traditions, like setting off fireworks, hanging red signs at the door, and hanging up red lanterns. So I'll hand it over to Shannon to talk about the legend of Nian.
0: Yes, so this is the legend of Nian, which also means year in Chinese. So the story goes, long, long ago in ancient China, there is a fierce beast named Nian. Its head looked like a lion with a sharp horn on it, which could be used to attack its prey. It lived at the bottom of the sea most of the time and would go ashore only on the last day of the Lunar New Year to eat people and livestock. So on that day, every year, people ate early, locked the livestock gate tightly, and then fled into the distant mountains to avoid being eaten. Then one year, an old man with silver hair came to one of the villages and promised to drive away the cruel beast. However, all of the villagers were too scared to believe him and still fled before nightfall. Nian broke into the village as usual, and just as it was ready to butcher its prey and devour it, suddenly the sound of firecrackers arose with bright flames. Nian trembled and dared not to step forward. Then the old man stepped forward dressed in red and sent this beast into a frenzy. It was terrified and rushed away. The second day, after the villagers returned and found their houses and livestock safe and sound, they realized that the old man was a celestial being who had come to help them. He also told them three secret weapons to drive Nian away, items that are red in color, bright lights, and firecrackers. From then on, on the last day of the year, people put up red couplets, hung red lanterns, set off fireworks, kept the lights on, and stayed up late to keep safe from Nian. As time passed, this custom spread to almost every corner of China and thus developed into one of the most important festivals of the Chinese people, the Lunar New Year's Eve.
1: Yes. So this story describes why we set off, you know, fireworks and there are lots of firework displays the day before Chinese New Year starts. It's to... Drive away Nian, who's the beast, and people wear red also to drive away Nian the beast, but also for good luck. Mm -hmm. And so, as we talked about before, this year is the year of the dragon, and so there's a specific order in which the zodiac signs go. So, in Chinese, it's Shu Niu Hu Tu Long She Ma. Yang Ho Ji Go Zhu and this stands for rat, then ox, then tiger, then rabbit, dragon, snake, horse, sheep or goat, monkey, chicken, dog, and pig. So this story, there's a story about the zodiac race, so this tells you why they're in this particular order. So there are a lot of different variations of this story, but I'll just talk about the one that I heard the most growing up. So some say that the Jade Emperor called a race of animals on his birthday to create the Chinese Zodiac because there was no Chinese Zodiac at the time. So the 12 animals of the Chinese Zodiac, they were selected through this race and there could only be 12 winners and in order to win the animals had to cross a rapid current river and reach the finish line on the shore so this story actually starts out with the cat and the rat the cat is not in the chinese zodiac and this story will explain why they hated each other with a passion and it's hard to believe that they were once friends so this story also kind of explains why You know cat chase mice and stuff like that and rats and these two were the worst swimmers in the animal kingdom but they were both really smart they also discovered that the fastest way to the river is to hop on top of the ox and because the ox was very generous he agreed to carry them across the river basically like on his head or on his back but the rat was so eager to win that he pushed the cat into the water and then the cat never forgave the rat and then he, like, wasn't a part of the Chinese Zodiac and never won any part of the race. And there are also other variations in the story that I've heard also growing up saying that the cat overslept or the rat gave mm. the cat the wrong day for the race and the cat was never able to compete in the race at all. Huh, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. And then afterwards, so the rat made it to shore with the ox, but the rat jumped in front of the ox off of the off of the ox and ended up coming first in the race. Then the Mm -hmm. ox came second and the tiger finished third. And all of a sudden, a loud thumping sound came and it was the rabbit. It had jumped from one stone to the other and was doing well until it slipped. And fortunately, there was a log floating by and it grabbed onto the log and floated to the finish line and it earned fourth place in the race. The fifth place was the dragon, which everyone thought would have come in first because it could fly and it didn't even need to, you know, cross, really cross the river in any way. But it told Mm -hmm. the Jade Emperor that it had to stop a couple of times to help out the villagers. And on its way to the finish line, it saw a little rabbit on a log And decided to give it a little puff of air to help it get to shore. Mm -hmm. Which is how the rabbit ended up in front of the dragon. And after the dragon, the horse came galloping towards the finish line. And the sneaky snake was actually hidden behind the horse's foot. It suddenly appeared. And the horse was scared. And so the snake took advantage of this and landed itself in sixth place. And then the horse landed in seventh place after it. Mm-hmm. And then soon after, the monkey, the rooster, and the sheep landed onto shore. And then, unlike some of the previous animals, these three actually helped each other get to the finish line. The rooster found a raft, and the monkey and sheep hopped on, and they worked together through the water currents and the weeds, and they reached shore. So the sheep came in eighth, the monkey came in ninth, and the rooster came in tenth. So in 11th place was the dog. Even though dogs are good swimmers, it was late it told the emperor that it needed a bath and the fresh water Aww. from the river was too tempting and so and so that's how they ended up it ended up in 11th place and then the last <laughs> one is actually the pig and so right when the emperor was going to close the race and oink sound was heard it was the pig and so lazy little pig actually originated like from this story mm-hmm. the pig actually had felt hungry in the middle of the race so it stopped <laughs> and then ate something and then fell asleep and then when it woke up, it finished the race in 12th place and became the last animal to arrive.
0: Oh, that's so cute.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's a really good kid's story, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now that we've talked a little bit about two of the legends that influenced Chinese New Year traditions, we're going to talk about different characteristics of the zodiac signs, some of which you may have already deduced or heard from the story that we just told. Mm-hmm.
0: So the first zodiac sign is the rat, which is called Shu. Shu. And this year I found out I am actually the rat zodiac sign. So Emma and I were both born in 1997, but since my birthday was before the lunar new year, I actually fall into the previous category. And so the rat ranks first in the Chinese zodiac and represents wisdom. Personality traits for the people born in the year of the rat are intelligent, charming, quick witted, practical, ambitious, and good at economizing as well as social activities. The weaknesses are that the rat are likely to be timid, stubborn, wordy, greedy, devious, too eager for power, and love to gossip.
1: Interesting. I feel
0: like I feel like I relate to some of those categories, <laughs> but the other characteristics, not so sure.
1: Yeah. There are also different categories based on like the specific year you're born in because there are some years that it's like the water sign, the earth sign and like the fire sign and I think there's one more. But those also change.
0: I was wondering about that because when I looked up my birthday it said I was the fire rat. So maybe that means something a little bit different.
1: I think that's a, little, a like, discussion. specific category. Yeah, that might be a discussion for a later time. <laughs>
0: Okay, sounds good.
1: (laughs) Yeah. All right. And then the next one is the ox, which is also nyo, which is the sign that I am because I was born later in 1997 after the Lunar New Year in that year. So the ox is second in the Chinese zodiac, and it's a symbol of diligence in Chinese culture. So usually people who have the ox sign are usually hardworking, honest, creative, ambitious, cautious, patient, and they handle things steadily. On the negative side, they also might be stubborn, narrow-minded, indifferent, prejudiced, slow, and not very good at communication. I definitely relate to quite a few of those characteristics, Mm -hmm. so it's kind of interesting.
0: Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So, because we were both born in the same calendar year, would that make you the fire ox?
1: Yeah. I would be the fire ox. I'm not sure the difference between, like, the fire and other things. I'm actually not 100% sure. That's
0: okay. I think we're good. Yeah. Okay. So, next we have the tiger. The tiger is called who? And the tiger ranks as the third animal in the Chinese zodiac. Tigers are the symbol of brave. People born in the year of the tiger are friendly, brave, competitive, charming, and endowed with good luck and authority. With fortitude and great confidence, the tiger people can be competent leaders. On the other side, they are likely to be impetuous, irritable, overindulged, and love to boast to others. Interesting.
1: Hmm. My dad is... Definitely. Well, my dad is a tiger. I'm not sure, like, how many of those he actually possesses, but that's (laughs) Mm -hmm. interesting. Okay. And the next zodiac sign would be the rabbit, which is also called tool. So the rabbit represents longevity, discretion, and good luck. People born under the sign of the rabbit are kind-hearted. They're friendly, intelligent, cautious, skillful, gentle, quick, and they live a long time they dislike fighting and they like to find solutions through compromise and negotiation on the negative side they also might have the potential to be superficial stubborn melancholy and overly discreet
0: and next we have the dragon which is also called long and the as the symbol of the chinese nation the dragon represents authority and good fortune It has the fifth position among the Chinese Zodiac animals. People born in the year of the dragon are powerful, kind-hearted, successful, innovative, brave, healthily courageous, and enterprising. However, they tend to be conceited, scrutinizing, tactless, quick-tempered, and overconfident.
1: Interesting. And that would be people who are born this year. Mm -hmm. After this date... They would be the year of the dragon. And the next zodiac sign is the snake, which is also called she. So it has a sixth position in the Chinese zodiac and it's regarded to be pliable. Some of the positive characteristics of the people born in the year of the snake are wise, discreet, agile, attractive and full of sympathy. On the other hand, there's also a tendency for them to be lazy, greedy, arrogant, and indulging in self-admiration.
0: Hmm. And next we have the horse, which is also called ma. The horse has an indomitable spirit and is always moving towards a goal. It ranks as the seventh in the Chinese zodiac, and people born under the sign of the horse are clever, active, energetic, quick-witted, fashionable, agile, and popular among others and have the ability to persuade others. On the other side, they might be selfish, arrogant, and overconfident.
1: And next is the sheep or goat or ram. You can use any of those terms, also known as yang in Chinese. So it ranks eighth position of all the animals in the Chinese zodiac. The sheep represents solidarity, harmony, and calmness. So people born in the year of the sheep are polite, mild-mannered, shy, imaginative, determined, and have good taste. On the negative side, they are also sometimes pessimistic, unrealistic, short-sighted, and slow in behavior.
0: And then we have the monkey. Also known as Ho. The monkey ranks ninth in the Chinese New Year. And people born in the year of the monkey are cheerful and energetic by nature and usually represent flexibility. People under the sign of the monkey are wise, intelligent, confident, charismatic, loyal, and have leadership. The weaknesses of the monkey are being egotistical, arrogant, crafty, restless, and snobbish.
1: And the 10th zodiac sign is the rooster, which is also known as g so in chinese culture rooster represents fidelity and punctuality because it wakes people up on time and people born in the year of the rooster are beautiful kind-hearted hardworking, courageous independent humorous and honest they usually like to keep the home neat and organized so on the other side they might be arrogant self-aggrandizing persuasive to others and wild as well as admired things or persons blindly hmm. and then we
0: have the dog which is also known as go and the dog ranks the 11th animal in the chinese zodiac the dog is a symbol of loyalty and honesty people born in the year of the dog possess the best traits of human nature they are honest friendly faithful loyal smart straightforward and have a strong sense of responsibility on the negative side they are likely to be self-righteous cold terribly stubborn slippery critical of others and not good at social activities
1: interesting that's interesting because i feel like dogs in nature are just like very social creatures
0: i was gonna say that too yeah dogs are always very friendly and love to greet people and their owners
1: yeah maybe sometimes they can't like realize when people do not want to interact with them so maybe that's, that's true we, yeah yes possible mm-hmm. okay and the last animal of the zodiac calendar is the pig which is also known as zhu. so it occupies the last position in the 12 chinese zodiac animals the pig is mild and a lucky animal representing carefree fun good fortune and wealth So personality traits of the people born under the sign of the pig are happy, easygoing, honest, trusting, educated, sincere, and brave, and any possible negative side. So they might be stubborn, naive, over-reliant, self-indulgent, easy to anger, and materialistic, and sometimes regarded as being lazy, as we discussed in the story. (laughs)
0: had <laughs> yeah, to take a break to eat and nap yeah. before finishing the race <laughs>
1: honestly don't people so, do that in marathons too so yeah well they don't I, nap yeah. but they eat mm-hmm. so they eat and take breaks you know what makes sense he's I would too. yeah exactly <laughs> okay so now that we've talked about the 12 zodiac signs we'll talk about some traditions for Chinese New Year and basically like how we celebrate Chinese New Year.
0: Yes. So first off, families usually have a reunion dinner the night before the festivities begin. The Chinese New Year is a common time for spring cleaning as a symbol of letting go of the past and welcoming and welcoming a new year. And it's also common to see street fairs and festivals where people are dancing in the streets dressed as lions or dragons.
1: Yes. And normally you do the spring cleaning before the Chinese New Year even starts. So, oh, okay. also, an important part of Chinese New Year, for kids at least, is getting yasui qian. So, instead of presents, kids will get red envelopes that are filled with money. And it's specific that they're red because red is a lucky color, and yasui mm-hmm. qian basically means that this money is for good luck and so that you grow up well. Ooh, okay. Yeah. So I don't get it anymore, but it's supposed to be like you give it to kids. So when you're a kid, your parents, and other people older than you, like your aunts and uncles or like your cousins who are older than you, they'll give mm-hmm. you the yasui qian. But when you grow up and you get married and become an adult yourself – you give other kids in your family, yeah, switchian. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Nice.
1: Yeah. So it was always good to me as a kid because I was like, oh, now I know I'm getting
0: money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's also kind of nice to get money too, so you can start learning how to save from a young yes. age and how to spend your money. Exactly.
1: Yeah. It's always mm-hmm. good. I think my parents always had us put it in our like bank account and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then, as we talked about earlier, at midnight at the start of Chinese New Year is the world's biggest firework display. And, you know, fireworks are to drive away Nian. But it's also just, you know, nice to look at as well. Mm-hmm. And then, because you've done your spring cleaning before the New Year even starts, you won't see any people sweeping, taking out garbage, washing their hair or clothes, or cutting their hair on the first two days of the new year because it's bad luck because when Mm. you're sweeping you're basically like sweeping out your luck or sweeping out your wealth or if you're washing your hair your clothes not saying that like you're not washing yourself Mm
0: -hmm. you're
1: you're basically washing your fortune away you're washing all of the good luck that you've just welcomed in away out of your house yeah okay And then on the last day, so the 15th day of the festival, that's called the Lantern Festival. And you won't see it a lot here. I'm sure like in bigger cities like New York City, they might have some sort of Lantern Festival. But at Mm -hmm. least in China or Taiwan, people will walk the streets with glowing lanterns, send them into the sky, and also let them float on the sea or rivers or lakes or ponds, things like that.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. So Emma, have you participated or are you planning to participate in any of these traditions this year? So I did not spring clean
1: (laughs) before this started, Mm -hmm. but, you know, we always have dinner as like a family before Chinese New Year. So we did that last night Mm -hmm. and we definitely participated by having a Chinese New Year celebration with Mm. the Chinese school that I'm a part of so I teach at a Chinese school and we had our celebration today I gave out red envelopes to my kids not filled with money but filled with candy
0: Mm -hmm. you know
1: yeah yeah and it was a lot of fun and then oftentimes like last week my cousins had a like show that they put on in their town and there was also like a a lion dance so that's a pretty common tradition for chinese new year
0: yeah Hmm. actually one question if you know the answer i think it said that people like to dress up and dance in the streets as lions or dragons so i was just wondering like why those were the two most common animals to dress up as versus like dressing up as your own animal from your lunar new year Dragons are typically,
1: like, a symbol in China, and so I mm-hmm. think that's why people like to dress up as dragons. The lion dance is really important because it's supposed to bring good luck, specifically the lion,
0: oh, and okay. it drives
1: away evil spirits, so. Hmm. And then right. during the dance, you'll also see little kids, like, feeding the, li- feeding the lion, like, mm-hmm. oranges and things, and so it's for, like, increased good luck. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yep. All right. And then now we'll talk about some of the symbolic foods that are eaten during Chinese New Year. We're going to just talk about a few, but there are a lot of other foods that are also eaten during
0: Chinese New Year. So the first food is fish and fish symbolizes increase in wealth, increase in prosperity slash surplus. And in Chinese, fish sounds like surplus. So fish is a traditional Chinese New Year dish on the Chinese New Year dinner menu. Chinese people always like to have a surplus at the end of the year because they think if they manage to have to save something at the end of the year, they can make more money in the next year.
1: Yeah. So basically, you cook the fish the day before Chinese New Year. So you make it like on the Chinese New Year night, but you're supposed to eat it oh. the day of the Chinese New Year because, like, you're preparing yourself for the surplus for the next year.
0: Mm. Okay. And how do you pronounce fish? Yi. <inaudible> <inaudible> oh,
1: okay. So the saying is nian nian yo yi. So basically, that directly translates to every year there is fish or there is surplus
0: hmm okay
1: yeah another traditional chinese food that's eaten during chinese new year would be dumplings so dumplings basically symbolize wealth because they look like the old chinese silver ingots they're not bars they're basically like boat shaped they're oval and they're turned up at the two ends and so the dumpling kind of looks like the upside down version of that and Hmm. the legend has it is the more dumplings you eat during the Chinese New Year celebration, the more money you can make in the new year. And then some people do this. We've never done this before, but some people will put like physical money into the dumplings and then whoever oh. gets the money is supposed to be the wealthiest in the new year. But mm-hmm. I don't think we've ever done this because it's it doesn't seem very sanitary.
0: yes it's it's almost like the mardi gras cake when you try to find the little baby oh yeah gets the baby it's good luck
1: yeah exactly Mm -hmm. just like that yes
0: (laughs) and next we have the rice flour cake which symbolizes getting a better job or getting more money so a glutinous rice cake is a lucky food eaten on chinese new year's eve or in Chinese, the glutinous rice cake sounds like it means getting higher year on by year. In Chinese people's minds, this means the higher you are, the, mo- the more prosperous your business is and your general improvement in life.
1: Yes. And how you say this is nian gao. So that stands for the glutinous rice cake. And the symbol for that or the saying for that is nian nian gao sheng. So, yeah. And the next one that we'll be talking about is spring rolls. So I'm sure everyone's heard of spring rolls. They stand Mm -hmm. for wealth because basically they look like gold bars. And so they're saying that you wish that you have more prosperity for the year. A lot of these foods are eaten for wealth if you haven't noticed like a (laughs) a trend already.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, the next one is longevity noodles, which symbolize long life longevity noodles unsurprisingly symbolize a wish for longevity their length and unsevered preparation are also sim- symbolic of the eater's life so the longer your noodle the longer your life hopefully yes. hopefully
1: <laughs> and how you say this in chinese is "长寿面." mian okay and the next one that we'll be talking about is oranges. So a lot of people will eat and display tangerines and oranges. And that's believed to bring good luck and fortune because of their pronunciation. And so in Chinese, orange or tangerine is cheng, which sounds the same as Chinese for success. And mm-hmm. the one of the ways of writing tangerine, which is ji, contains the Chinese character for luck. So the saying for that is da dali da li. So hmm. basically, you'll have just like good luck and fortune if you eat the oranges.
0: Mm-hmm. And then lastly, we have apples, which symbolize safety. Chinese people believe that one can live a peaceful and harmonious life by eating apples. They also like to buy a box of apples as a Chinese New Year gift for their relatives and friends for the best wishes of good luck and wealth for the new year.
1: And the Chinese saying for this would be ping, ping, an, an. So ping would be ping for pingguo, which is apples. And an basically means like anjing, which means like calm. So, Mm -hmm. yes. So all of these foods are basically in either for wealth for long life, for like better jobs, better fortune, and for safety for the whole year. So basically you're mm-hmm. wishing that you have like a good year.
0: Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. I feel like I learned a lot from this episode and I actually want to like implement some of these traditions. I really, I like what they symbolize and also the spring cleaning before all of the celebration too.
1: Yeah, I definitely should have done that. It's kind of a little too late, but I'll wait a couple of days.
0: (laughs) Yes. And then I'll sweep any of that luck or wealth out.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) All right. So we hope you guys enjoyed this episode and learning about Chinese New Year. And maybe next year you'll be able to implement some of these traditions um, Mm -hmm. for Chinese New Year. And we will see you guys again in two weeks. Thank you for listening. Bye.
0: Bye.